0: Pretty Dees, Pretty Dees, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Dees Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you very much for joining me here on Pretty Deece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. Uh, happy to have you here where you can listen in the Anchor app in podcast form in your favorite podcast catcher, or on YouTube, just search for Pretty Deece uh, and you can find all of the uh, past episodes that we have shot. Now, I'm wearing my Justice League hat, as you can see in the video version. Because I want to talk to you about the Justice League movie. Just got a chance to see it, and uh, you know it has been maybe uh, getting some some mixed reviews in the press, and um, maybe hasn't done the the box office sensation hit that that you would have expected it to do. Um, but I I certainly loved this movie. Uh, I thought it was really really good. Um, I think that I actually even liked Justice League uh, more than the first Avengers movie. You know, it's it's very easy to compare justice league to the avengers because it's you know bringing together all of these disparate superheroes into a big team and they have to fight some massive evil so they they do they 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 do have their parallels there they are very similar and this one you know had the extra added trouble of it also had to introduce us to all of these characters When the first Avengers movie happened, we knew who all these people were because they'd they'd mostly been around in their solo movies and this was just joining them all together here we've gotten flashes of these characters no pun intended uh, but we really don't know anything about them we've just seen them pop up in uh you know in batman and superman stories but we haven't really seen them do anything as of yet so this movie not only had to bring the team together figure out how they all work together but also teach us who these people are what their characters are what their motivations are what their backstories are there was a lot that it had to get done and honestly, it gets it all done. It it really um, it doesn't feel too quickly paced, which is often a problem when a movie has to get a lot of origin stories like that out of the way. And it it does such a good job on that because, you know, we kind of just move along. You know, everyone knows who the Flash is. We don't have to spend a ton of time on how he got his powers or what he's doing right now. We just sort of, you know, hit a few of those beats and then we can move right on. Um, It is the way to do a movie for a modern uh, comic book movie audience. People don't need to see, uh, you know, hours of origin stories over and over again. We're good. Let's move on. Let's talk about these characters. And that's kind of why, you know, I really like this version of Batman specifically so much, is because he has you know, this kind of 20 years on the job history. He's old. He's done it, and we don't have to figure out like why he's Batman, what he's doing. He's very well-established, and then we get to do cool little things like, you know, his his interaction with the police, his interaction with Jim Gordon and the Bat-Signal, well-established. We don't have to go through the process of like, oh, how do we contact and like, you know, all that stuff. It's there. It's done. Everyone knows what it is. We don't just spend any time on it. Uh, and then you get to like reference, uh, past things. Like there's a, a cool little bit where they talk about the penguin, uh, because you know, it's been 20 years. Batman's been fighting crime for 20 years. He's definitely going to have come across the penguin thus far. So I, I really like this kind of, uh, tired dark night that we have portrayed by Ben Affleck. Uh, and then just to kind of run down the rest of the characters, um, Wonder Woman, portrayed by Gal Gadot, I think was maybe the weakest of this movie, and that's not to say that that she was bad by any means. Um, she was very established. We we'd most recently had her solo movie, so I think the I think the Justice League film just spent the least amount of time on her because you know we we didn't have to have to explain as a character who she was. We knew a lot about her. Uh, so she just kind of got to do a little bit less in terms of character development in this movie, uh, but she was still fantastic. She, she kind of becomes the, uh, the, the heart of the team, and, and in, in a few points, the kind of de facto leader, uh, despite the fact that Batman is there. And then, of course, we have uh, Cyborg, uh, portrayed by Ray Fisher. Uh, Cyborg, you know, I I am I am touch and go sometimes on liking Cyborg. Sometimes he feels like he doesn't have a personality, uh, and here he started out very brooding. Uh, but, you know, it, he, he turned it around. He had a reason to be brooding. Uh, and then I liked that he, he joined up with the team fairly quickly. And I like his dynamic on the team as well. Uh, and it's specifically in the Justice League movie, they, they kind of mix in that, like, he's he's very tied to the threat that they're fighting and they are kind of unsure of him because of that. They don't know how much he's controlled by the bad guys and by the, the thing that they're fighting because he kind of is a part of it, but then he also ends up becoming their salvation because of that. So so I think that's a really cool angle, a really cool direction to take Cyborg, and I really liked him as a character. Jason Momoa played Aquaman in probably what is the best iteration of Aquaman that has ever existed Aquaman is often extremely lame because he's just a dude that hangs out in the ocean and talks to fish, and this was you know, the the very very uh, butt kicking Aquaman. Um, I really loved his interactions with Batman, um, his kind of like his his, his uh, you know uh, humor of the fact that like oh, Batman dresses like a bat and that's great. I love it, <laughs> um, and you know he he just kind of became like the the jock on the team, which I think is a really cool angle. You know, and I like that he felt uh, mostly removed from the kingdom of Atlantis. He was kind of a loner from everywhere. Uh, So he was just kind of like this man between the surface world and the water world, And I think that served him well as a character. I I love that they took these liberties with Aquaman, made him this, you know, big buff, like tough guy um, because it 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 did wonders for the character and it made Aquaman an actual interesting person to watch. And then finally, we have Ezra Miller as The Flash. Uh, The Flash was my favorite character in this film. He was kind of filling in 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 the uh, Spider-Man type role where he is he's a fish out of water. He's out of his element. He has no idea how to be a superhero. Even says in the movie, the most he's done thus far is kind of run really fast and knock some people over. Uh, And now he has to fight this like galactic threat. Uh, so he he's often joking. He's often very scared. He's often very confused, um, and he is fantastic. Ezra Miller does a fantastic job as as that as that role as that fish out of water. And also, you know, when he does actually have the points that he steps up, you get the really cool like Spider Man like uh, thing where he he mixes his science with his superheroics, heroics, um, which is you know is the really cool thing about the Flash. The Flash is a very smart dude. He's into science. He he. He, he he understands all of these things uh so those two characters do share a lot in common and they leaned on that for this movie uh but I really really liked it um I was left after this movie desperately wanting a solo flash movie which they kind of set up for uh, with some of the things that happen in this film so you know it, it will of course definitely happen as this uh as this franchise goes on and I am pumped to, to actually get that solo flash movie and then, of course, it was the worst-kept secret in movie history. Superman makes a return in this film, so the the manner in which they they bring Superman back around is interesting because it gets a chance to show how insanely powerful Superman truly is, and boy, is he! Um, it, they I love that they you know got a chance to show despite we have this whole team here Superman kind of nullifies all of them uh, he is he's the linchpin of the team he's the most important member of the team in terms of power levels um, and I love that they they got a chance to kind of just like let him rip on that there's a point where the flash thinks he can kind of run around behind Superman and get the jump on him and in slow motion you see uh, Superman slowly turn. And that is that's one of the coolest moments in the film when uh, when you see the Flash realize that Superman is just as fast as he is, very cool. And of course, you know, having Superman as this massive power level, having all these heroes together, brings us to kind of the, the one big problem with this movie that that's not inherent or that is inherent to kind of all of these superhero team up movies, and it, so it's not just a Justice League problem. Uh, it was a problem with the Avengers. Uh, it's just something that that you have to kind of get around or figure out how to navigate. And that problem is that when you bring these superheroes together, you have to have a reason to have everyone team up, right? Uh, they're all used to fighting on their own. They're all used to dealing with their own problems. So the thing that brings them together needs to be this, huge problem on a cosmic scale it needs to be this this massive like world ending threat that is either this like ancient danger or this cosmic danger or an alien invasion and the sheer you know the sheer size of that the sheer scale of that makes the bad guys a little less interesting for example in this movie we have Steppenwolf who is this kind of unknowing like character who we don't find out much about other than he's evil and he's tall and he has he has this horn hat and we know that he wants to kind of enslave slash conquer the world and that's cool when they get to punch him because it looks neat but when you really get down to it there's no character development there You, you don't understand his motivations other than kill 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 so it becomes a little less interesting, and the first Avengers movie definitely had that, where they had the you know alien invasion and they had to fight this giant army, and you know, you know it's cool watching them getting get to just just blow up like guy after guy after guy, but you don't really have any connection to any of these villains. Now there is an after credits scene, an after after credits scene, that sets up the the conflict for the next Justice League movie. And that gives me much, much hope that the next movie, the villains, will be much better. Uh, We'll actually be able to understand their motivations. We'll actually be able to, in a way, sympathize with them. Uh, which will be much better than this kind of ancient force that they have to take down uh, like they had in this movie. But that is a that is a minor complaint, and again, that's something that's come up in all of these team-up type movies, uh, something that they just have to get around, something they have to write around. And I think they did well enough here, but still fell into that trap just a smidge. But overall, I loved the Justice League movie. Um, it, it, is, it is fantastic. If you've been on the fence about going to see it, definitely go check it out. You will love especially all of the character development and inter-character relations that happen in this film. DC has set up a wonderful first film in what will hopefully be a very long franchise. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dees for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, make sure that you like Pretty Dece on Facebook, facebook.com slash show. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Show and visit prettydeeshow.com. So I'll be back as always tomorrow. Until then, hit the subscribe button so you never miss a daily episode.